ಛಿದ್ರಗದೋದರಸ್ಥಿತ ದೀಪ್ರಭಸ್ವರ ಯಾನು ಚಕ್ಷುರಾತಿಕರಣಧ್ವರ ಜಾನೀತಿ ತಮೇವ ಭಾಂತ ಅನುಭಾತ್ ಲೈಟ್ through holes like the eyes the consciousness travels out and the whole world shines because of that i know that feeling that i know and to that dakshinamurti that guru of the who shines as that light to that dakshinamurti i bow now we say light of all lights or knowledge of all knowledge or our real nature it is closest to us than anything else which we think we live in ego the ego is close to us but it is not us the reason is we can see our thoughts which comprises ego we can choose we can pick we can discriminate so how can we be thoughts even i thought we can observe but that awareness from which everything comes out light of all lights we cannot see we cannot witness but we are that all the time most direct and easiest method to abide in reality is by amending your mind forever completely process can be slow and gradual but your intention and your resolve should be 100% to start with with firm affirmation if you discard all what mind brings to you you will be free in no time then everything depends on how much you are fixated into awareness and how less your interest is in mind you recede you withdraw from mind more you recede more firmly you get established as awareness they say that the drop merges in ocean and becomes ocean that is incorrect drop itself is an ocean drop has to recognize that it is an ocean not a drop the whole world this infinite looking world 
comes from that drop only. The moment you go in deep sleep, everything disappears. This whole picture, what you see around you, you are the creator. But the problem is, we live in ego mode, in which this is just a concept. It is not your reality. In ego mode, you can never understand this. You will make it a concept, a philosophy, and that's all. And that is of no use. To make it useful, to make it reality, know that every word uttered in scriptures or by anyone who knows the truth is for you. So you can say yes, this is what I also experience and I also live like that. To live as pure awareness is not at all difficult. Initially, there will be effort Effort is to fine-tune yourself to awareness. Effort is not to slip back into mind because of old habits. And slowly and gradually, it becomes effortless. We are the center of everything. Mind sprungs from us. Mind comes out of awareness only. From mind comes the whole word and I thought. That pure awareness which is within us and around and everything. We are all that. This awareness cannot have any desire, any plans, any agenda, any name, any form. No karma attached to this awareness. No actions attached to this awareness. Remember, all actions shows that you are incomplete. All intention to accomplish an act means we are incomplete. That's why we want to fulfill it by an action. Discontentment leads to action. If you are contented, then what action? Don't think bodies, movements are your actions. This is your ego which calls it as an act, your action. You are pure awareness. Desireless, actionless, pure witness. Witnessing body moving, doing, not getting affected by anything. It is like something has happened and you claim that I did it. This is what all actions of body are. They just happen. And we start claiming it is me. 
abide as awareness and watch all actions unfolding in this body as it is another body another person another gadget you are only witnessing it we were exactly like that when we were kids see a couple of years old kid they call the body as their its name you have given because they are sure they are not this body the child is enlightened already free liberated we teach him a wrong lesson no you are this body this name is your name we make that child conditioned and then when the child grows up with all miseries of thoughts and i thought then he wants to be free every body is unique every body is talented in its own way but ego competes ego puts everyone under the pump there is pressure on us to achieve to show to be more productive as we are factories of some production as if we have no value if we don't produce any goods or services and the whole world runs like that more productive more name more fame more medals trophies and we stop when this body dies and then it is too late to realize anything even people with whom we compete are our own creation just at night at night when we dream and there are so many people around us settle as pure awareness the best way to get rid of mind is not to engage with mind not to give it any task not to call it my mind all thoughts which come as i and mine just observe them nothing else don't accept don't discard just observe this is a great power just to observe but don't engage in thoughts and think thoughts after thoughts you have to be alert you have to be awake attentive so comes the role of food 
and your day-to-day -day activities and your sleep because it needs a lot of attention. So many people talk about spirituality after a few glasses of spirit. That doesn't help. That makes your prefrontal lobes, which you have to be really awake, dull. It is the opposite to it. Opposite to awakening is alcohol. People don't understand this truth. You don't have to numb your mind. You have to separate from mind and being more alert. Sleep, dream, waking are states of mind. Nothing to do with us. Mind is matter. Mind is insentient. It looks live because of us, because of energy, awareness, which gives prana, life to it. You cannot trust this mind. It comes and it goes and it changes. Mind is unfaithful. People say, I have unconditional support to my friend. And next day, they are standing with enemies. How can you trust? This is what the mind is. Whole world talks from their mind. First thing, don't trust your own mind. Finish it. Then all your problem is sorted out. We are just awareness, which is aware of things happening around us, scenes changing. Sometimes things are conducive to the body, sometimes not. But you are not the body, so how does it affect you? Mind can have any thought. Sometimes you wonder why this thought is coming to me. Because this mind has lived lives, so many lives. Some things are at subconscious level. They come out when it sees something similar or something happens. Sometimes it opens up in dream. Discard everything. Nothing is of that importance. So many people have lived their life and have disappeared. How does it matter how you live? I was asking a young person who was interested in spirituality that what you love most. And that person said, I love to travel. And I said, what else? And she said, I want when I die, people should appreciate me. But when you are dead, people appreciate or not, how does it matter? Who wants appreciation? And if everyone is coming out of you, your mind, then you are asking a very silly question that I want appreciation from all the beings coming out of my mind to appreciate me. Everyone is me only. We should appreciate everyone. We should have love for everyone. We are all one family. We are all one, not even one family. It is one. 
all is one all is that pure self if you see in vedanta the teaching which comes again and again and again is that you should always think you are shiva shiva means pure pure self but we get so scared to call ourselves as shiva because we have so many petty desires we have brought ourselves so low if we call ourselves shiva we have to give up everything and ego only knows how to grab doesn't know how to give even giving by ego is actually grabbing it cannot give anything without a motive it's a very low energy level and this all comes from one i thought see when we speak i have to go there then i have to do this i have to meet this person i don't like this i like this i hate i am angry i am fearful nothing we can say without i when this i drops you attain silence all this rush goes away now you cannot even speak anything without i you cannot complete any sentence there's nothing to say it's only to be experienced we give up i to get shiva we give up finite to be infinite we give up this insentient body to be eternal sentient being we give up one relationship to be with everything how much i tell to give up still the ego's grip is so strong and so faith is important to give up ask anyone who had some realization whether they are happy now or unhappy if you see one person who will say after enlightenment i am unhappy then definitely you should not look for it if one being can tell you like this is something i am not happy about living in dream and living outside the dream when we place ourselves as this body then all fear arises all suffering comes the moment we take away this identity we are fearless what do you replace when you take away i i gone all talk goes away only silence is left 
Nilakantanji was saying bhajan about Dakshina Murti. Dakshina Murti, what is Dakshina? We are all Dakshina Murti. In that silence. You go to any party, meet friends, everyone is vomiting out, everyone wants to talk, nobody is listening. That is all ego. The moment you touch your silence, there is nothing to say. Then you become the perfect listener. Or maybe you are not interested even to listen, you are absorbing in your own silence. You are so addicted to your own silence. You love yourself. This is the first time, this is the purest self-love. You start loving your company. People might wonder, how come these sadhus and sages and monks, they live in caves, in Himalayas, alone? How do they entertain themselves? Don't they get bored? No one to talk? What is the fun in their life? What is spice in their life? Ego cannot understand the fun of knowing the self. Ego wants to hook itself to some work, task, engagement, people, things, situation, mission, passion. I recently met a person who is turning 60 soon and he was telling others that I am going to give you an advice of wisdom that never stay alone and always be engaged in something you are passionate about. Otherwise, you will get bored when you get retired. Have lot of passions, full of passion about sports, about things. And if you don't have any passion, pick up new passions. Get yourself busy. And everyone was clapping, appreciating words of wisdom by someone who turned 60. Words of wisdom to be busy in your mind all the time, so you don't get bored. That is why advice of smart people of this world is completely opposite to self-realized people. It is exactly opposite. It depends what you want to do. There is nothing to be confused. If you are clear, then you know it. Best is to find your own wisdom. And the best wisdom is to be desireless. Desirelessness is wisdom. Then whatever you get, you take it as a blessing, as grace, whatever comes to you. And you are happy with whatever comes or whatever goes. 
when you have no desire. No situation in life can bring unhappiness to you if you have no desire. Let's say we don't get any respect from anyone and we have no desire. Then nobody can make, make us unhappy. I'm not saying that we love insult, but we are not looking for desire. Anything. And that can only happen when the I thought disappears. Simple witnessing of whatever is unfolding in the head can free you from this mind. These words of encouragement are only for a novice, a new seeker. But the one who is on this path already knows how much peace there is. Occasional thought comes in few days and that too is not noticeable. And silence becomes so dense that it is suffocating for any thought to survive. And in this deep silence, when you interact with worldly people, there is zero interaction happening. Nothing what people want to say in their intentions, good or bad, goes in nothing. You walk like a ghost because you have no identification with body. But the deep silence permeates everything. And things still happen and you wonder how with no intention, no desire, no doership. And everything happens in perfect way, better than when you were desiring things in a particular way with all your intention and focus. See the world around us, animals, birds, plants. Do you think they plan their day? That morning I'll have breakfast and then I'll go there and then... It just happens, it unfolds naturally, organically. We are no different from anything else. We say self is in our heart. Heart only means a center, a kendra. That's what we call heart from where everything springs out. Though a location is described, that is why in people when they are abiding in self, they feel spandan vibration in the middle of the chest. But whether it happens or not doesn't matter. This self is not just in the body, it is everything.
we don't have to fix too many things we just have to move away from mind that's all giving up ownership of mind is enough anything which we own leads to attachment and suffering if we have given up ownership of mind then whatever thought comes and goes who cares if a thought comes and you don't entertain what will happen thought might stay for a while and then it will go away do you remember what thought came to you 24 hours ago we have no clue understand all thoughts keeps us away from our bliss all thoughts and no thought is bliss treat all these thoughts as strangers whenever a thought is really causing trouble to you that means you have so much of attachment you are taking it real this is the moment to ask this question who am i and that will take you to deep silence within for a mature seeker there is no need to ask anything just abiding as awareness all the time days passes weeks passes months passes and then there is something happens really big major tragic or something which can stir up but then you get back to your own self very quickly you are so much stable in your own self you can see the difference how you were before getting agitated irritable in small things in day to day things and now you can just laugh it why i was like that because so much of interest in those thoughts which were creating you like snappy irritable now you have no relationship with thoughts so nothing disturbs but you are still interacting with the body with the mind the gadgets are still around though you are not using but then a heavy thing can still shake you for a while like earthquake but you can you can stabilize so quickly sthit pragya that is the word for it that stability in you that stillness no need to get help from a psychologist psychiatrist antidepressants anti anxiety counselors or picking up hobbies to be happy there there are nowadays um, these conferences about happiness their happiness conferences all over the world they tell you how to be happy 
all these conferences are for egoistic minds. How to manage ego? Basically, these conferences are about how to manage ego so you are not too much on extremes. But that is not mukti, that is not liberation. For liberation, you have to just give it up. You give up that role playing within you. Pali, you want to ask something? Yeah, I just wanted to share a feeling and understand. Switch on your video first. Okay. Hello, Namaste. Uh, Namaste. As you know, uh, I was detected cancer and uh, my treatment was over. Yesterday, I had gone for appraisal. And uh, I had been doing, I, like, uh, who am I? So, uh, I had just been doing I and I've been, like, uh, been very peaceful. It's kind of, kind of like that feeling I enjoy. But uh, since I had to go for the appraisal, that fear was again there. That panic was also there. So I was sitting in the doctor. I was sitting in the hospital, but then I was experiencing both the feelings. I hope I'm able to explain it to you. Like you know, I was peaceful. My breath was peaceful, but. Uh, whatever comes back again, that was there. So, what would you say for that? All experiences are same, good or bad. What you are is beyond experiences. This attachment of experience leading to fear, experience leading to feeling calm and mixed experiences is all play at the ego level. Spurts of peace also comes to the ego. It doesn't matter how devil a person is. He still gets peace sometimes. This spasmodic peace is always with everyone. Awareness is unaffected by anything. Fear is always to the ego because it is, you are saying that when I went for appraisal after this cancer, what is the fear? Losing the body. What does it mean? Attachment to body. Identification, strong identification with bodies, that is what the fear is. Otherwise, how can a fear can arise? I don't know if you'll believe it. Losing the body, I really don't mind. But only going through the suffering, the process, I do mind. Whatever so you say. It's like, if I go right now, I'm fine with it. Everyone says that. Ask anyone's parent. They say, we want to die in sleep. What does this mean? Okay. We are not scared of death. Let me die in sleep. Everyone says that. What is suffering? This is what the suffering is, you know. Suffering is attachment to the body. Attachment to the body. Before body, it is just the mind, I thought. And this can only go 
when you stay as awareness watching this i thought this i has to go if i stays nothing works nothing works it has to be absolute it's not coming and going yes it's not coming and going and one more thing when i try to see where is it coming from i feel it's coming from my navel coming deep down from the navel uh, i feel that so the fear and the emotional body is all this from the throat to the chest and in females it's deep down up to the pelvis area where you feel all the emotions churning and coming out and all so this all can be seen this is all part of the is the emotional center of the body so if a fear is coming let it come if a peace is coming let it come but if we say i am feeling fear i am feeling the feelings are there but if you say i am feeling then means who is this i who is feeling who is fearful what who is that that is only the i thought the one who gets affected is i thought only otherwise all sensations can come all emotions can come a witness should be the complete witness witness if it's getting involved and is getting affected then it's not a witness yeah. it is involved yeah so uh, practice an attachment practice to be more yes it's coming let it come and fear comes let it come and whatever happens and just witness it you know and this fear and all this will have no effect on you if you start witnessing it more openly doesn't matter because it's not in your hand what emotion comes it comes it comes but you just don't get involved in it involvement means when you start feeling effect of it so more witnessing more witnessing Sorry. when the fear comes it grips you <laughs> it makes you disabled kind of then ask this question whom it is gripping who am i ask the question deeply when you ask it very deeply it will take you to your silence it will take you where this fear has no effect i think it is a very good time to practice because what else i am yeah. what else you are losing nothing <laughs> thanks <laughs> so good thank you thank you thank you I was associated with Gollard Foundation in Melbourne and you know in these retreats there were cancer patients used to come in batch of 30 40 it used to be 10 day retreats then it turned out to be 5 day retreats and I found cancer patients can open up to spirituality very easily and very open because what is there what is there not to lose like life is at the verge where so much of uncertainty you know someone is being given 3 months 6 months it could be you might live forever but what i am saying is that that uncertainty because this is the you drop so many things which you were after and then you become open you you know life is almost towards end because whatever is your age people think that i am not going to die others will die i will live in a way it is our subconscious self which is speaking because we are eternal so many people who came to these retreats 
died but if you ask their family they all were in peace Some people postpone their liberation. They think, oh, I have a lot of time. I'm still young. But the moment we come across cancer, we think now time is limited. Let's fix it. Let's do what we really want to do. Now there's urgency to know the self. That urgency actually helps to focus on it. Abiding as awareness is loving everyone. It is not selfish love. This self-love connects with everything. But this love has a different taste. It is without attachment, without give and take, and without preference. It's not that I will love this person but not this, or this much or this much. It is just whatever it is. Actually, you don't have a control how it manifests how it interacts because you are also that love you are also in that love and bliss there is no person left to ration anything egoistic person knows more than a really a knowledge knowledgeable person, jnani, he doesn't know anything. He only is bliss moving around. But ego plans, ego does so many things. Ego discriminates. Best way to give up ego is just be observer to things as they unfold. Start every talk from silence and end every talk with silence. Not with I went, I did, I feel, I go. I'll tell you it is so ugly. It is so low-level talk when we say I, I all the time. It looks like narcissistic person speaking. The one who is profoundly in awareness, if he goes to normal people chatting in a coffee shop, it looks so odd. What are they talking?
there is only one way to go beyond all sufferings. Questioning who is the one who is suffering. When you feel I am suffering, then ask who am I? Am I this body? Where was I when this body was not there? And where will I go when this body is dead? And for such a limited time this body is there and we are creating such a big drama living in this body. For sake of this body, insulting others, grabbing others' money. What are we achieving? At the end this body will die. And all what we have done with others. Do you think law of karma will spare us? We have to pay big penalties of all what we have done to others. Do you think no one is watching? Nobody knows what we have done? That Shiva in us knows everything. It is recording each and every thought and action and desires and intentions. If nobody in this world knows but you know, Shiva knows. And that pure awareness in all of us, it knows everything about everyone. How can you hide from it? We only have one option to be that, merge in it, be that. Give up all the tricks of ego. Don't fight your case. Ego is like fighting your own case against Lord, proving yourself right all the time. A devotee says, I am guilty. I have no power. I am very weak. You do everything for me. I surrender at your feet. This is the best prayer to finish your ego. Disappearance of this I and you are free. Then all the praise of all saints, gods, goddesses is your own praise. It is in all of us, irrespective of religion or your belief system. The moment you touch this pure gold in your heart, you have reverence for everything because everything is that. Nothing is devoid of it. 
there is nothing beyond silence. You are that pure silence. Mind comes and goes, but you never change. You are this changeless, pure silence. The moment you know it, you are in teachings of Dakshinamurti. You are in teachings of Ramana. You become Ramana instantaneously the moment you touch your own silence. You can also say, God is my father. When Jesus talks about himself, he's talking as self, what Ramana is saying, self in all of us. Problem is, it is easy to see someone as God rather than finding God in your heart because this needs effort and getting rid of ego. Put all your efforts to abide in self. Recede from all this egoistic energy. Give up the gadgets called as mind and thoughts. Come back to your natural state, your real estate, your home of pure silence. When there are no thoughts, there is only silence. The silence is bliss, it is peace, it is liberation. Spend your day, your night, all the time in this pure silence. Things you lose, health, finance, reputation, people, doesn't matter. But please, please don't leave this silence. Be with this always. No cost is bigger than keeping this silence. Anyway, whatever you think you possess, you will lose one day, including this body. But don't lose this silence. If you stay in this silence, you will be Eternal, no death to you. Remember that. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti.
थैंक यू थैंक यू थैंक यू एवरीवन